You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison of the Devil X-Files and we quit. Yeah. So, until next time, the truth is... It's like out there. there. I don't know. (laughs) Um, episode... What is this? this? Five? It's episode five. Of the revival. Um, has broken our spirits. Yeah, this is the straw. And I just, I never thought I was going to ever think this or say this, Allison, but I really, really miss season one of The X-Files. I, you know what? Season two, I think it's going to be some good stuff after this. I'm actually really excited just for this to all end and to the 90s to kind of cleanse our palates. Yeah. <sighs> so... We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go through this one and i need you guys to stay with us if you if you thoroughly enjoyed this episode we're not gonna fault you for it because there was a lot of stuff that was for the fans yeah um and that's okay for you uh, but i want you to stay with us as we unpack this because i think we're gonna have a really important conversation that we need to have with all those X-Files fans out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Babylon, can you read the description there, Allison? I can. Season 10, Episode 5, Babylon. When an art gallery that's showing potentially offensive artwork is bombed, Mulder and Skelly seek some way to communicate with the comatose bomber in order to prevent a future attack. Meanwhile, a pair of younger FBI agents on the case push Mulder and Skelly to examine their own beliefs as Skelly seeks answers from neuroscience and Mulder from mysticism. That, that is what happened. That is what happened. Now, I have to say, when you put the... Okay, first of all, we have seen articles yeah. that about this, and we it kind of prepared us, prepped us for what was ha- going to happen. So we did come into this episode not with fresh eyes, but with slightly, slightly uh, cross eyes. Yeah. Uh and when you pa- you turned on the episode and paused it and went to the washroom, and I saw the first shot is of a uh, man with a little prayer um, carpet, um, and I knew we were in for we were in for a real doozy. Yeah, uh, because as we know, um, the series has not treated gay people. Very well. Nope. Has not treated trans people very well. Nope. So I didn't think this is going to be a winner with Muslim people or Christians. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's uh, fair. And, and it, it really, 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 really wasn't. And I thought, you know, you have the first shots of this young man um, praying and making a PB&J sandwich. And he's like, oh, he's just, he's just like us. And he's in Texas and he meets his bro. And... And then I just was pan- started panicking because they're in the car and they're praying and I'm like, well, they're just they're just two 
boyfriends, Allison. Yep. Yep. They're just two Muslim boyfriends going out for dinner and they're a little nervous. Right? Can't be anything else. No. Nope. In 2016, it can't be anything else. Could not be another thing than just two cute guys being cute with each other about to go on a cute date. And they're they're talking about like, oh, are you ready to tell your parents? Oh, alhamdulillah, I don't know, you know. Uh, and, and then they go to the restaurant. They have a lovely dinner. Yeah, they're having dinner. And... That was the end of the episode, actually. And then... And then fire. And yeah. So basically they go into this art gallery and it shortly after explodes. Um, and there was a, a, a number of <laughs> unnecessary people running about on fire. X-Files employed every single stuntman in the Vancouver general Set them on fire. Them on and fire. said, just fucking run around. <laughs> You're, you've been exploded. Just run around. And at this point I thought, okay, we can't go like... 2002, 2003, like 24 Kiefer Sutherland-esque. Yeah, this isn't Homeland. It can't be. These two guys can't be the bombers. They can't. Yeah, we gotta flip the script somehow. Like, I thought, I thought, okay, as a, in 2016, with still, you have a lot of xenophobia and Islamophobia around, turn it on his head. Make it so that it seems like they're the bombers, but then at the end, no, 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 it was that white guy in the truck all along. And yeah. he was xenophobic, so he wanted to kill him. But it wasn't. No. Sadly, no scripts were flipped this day. So the first thing I wrote on my notes is, oh my god, I am upset. And when you're starting an episode like that, um, you know it's not going to go anywhere good. Uh, the first thing I wrote was very poorly spread. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because the when the character made a, a PB, PB&J sandwich, uh, Shiraz is his name, he made a PB&J and he just didn't, like, he didn't really spread the well, jam that well. he was well. so distracted because this is his, he, he's going on a date with his boyfriend and they're talking about the parents yeah, thing. Like, yeah. He's distracted and he's like just chewing, you know, you know when you don't make a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich and it's just a big ball of peanut butter and gets in the back of your I throat. I hate that. It's all over. He had to drink a big gulp of milk. Like, I understand that. As yeah. a gay Muslim man, he must be very upset because he... <sighs> I just can't make it work, Allison. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, let's just skip to... Mulder and Scully. Mulder and Scully. They're, they're in, so much better. They're in their office in the basement, and they're watching this video about this mysterious sound that's occurred all over the world that people hear. And I just wrote, now there's a lot of God stuff. I just tune out. Yeah, that's God fair. Stuff. I will say that when they uh, are watching this video, it's actually... Uh, this video was actually filmed right near my office in Railtown. Oh, yeah. Um, at the big, uh, there's a big white building, the Alexander Building, I think it's called. Um, and it's full of a lot of fashion houses and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it looks really cool. It's also really creepy at night when you go to your your place. Really sketch. Yeah, it's pretty sketch there. It's a pretty <laughs> sketch neighborhood. I'm not going to lie to you guys. <laughs> but so, I mean, it's it's say la vie. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's Vancouver. Um. Yeah, it's this weird sound, and Mulder's like, oh, it's the end of times, and they say it's, like, God doing stuff. I don't know. What are you clicking on? Oh, I, my next note is, um, my next note is Baby Arrow, and I want to make sure I get the the actor's name right. Um, so basically we meet these Lil Mulder and Lil Scully. (laughs) Lil. L-I-L apostrophe. Which are, yeah, played by, um... 
Robbie Amell, who I've written as Lil Arrow, Baby Arrow, because he's um, Stephen Amell's cousin. Okay, who's... I he don't plays... Know. Stephen Amell plays Arrow. I don't watch TV. Okay. <laughs> um, actually, I'm, I'm mostly familiar with Robbie Amell because he was in a movie that my company produced. Ooh. Just dropping those names. Uh, and then Lil Scully is Lauren Ambrose from Six Feet Under. Oh, I didn't watch that either. That's okay. Neither did I. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually didn't know those were people that were people. The people uh, know? Yeah. I actually wrote that um, it's Chris Carter's OC. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, Coyote Miller, a young, conventionally handsome FBI profile who believes in the supernatural and deep government conspiracies. Do not steal my character. But you can find all of his adventures and more on fanfiction.net <laughs> by Chris Carter. Um, I think you said something. It would have been better if they gender swapped. I think that would have been really interesting to oh, have. Cute. Yeah, to have like a red-haired uh, male Scully character, um, and then a little like brunette uh, female Mulder character. But I don't think that that would be too out of the comfort zone of Chris Carter. Well, because the way it is, and this is a beef I have with the whole episode. The way it is, it's just the exact dynamics of Mulder and Scully from season one, but with new characters and like. Mulder with Einstein and Scully with Miller, it's just mo- like it's aping the exact dynamics they had in season one, and it doesn't again flip the script at any point. No, do you think though that they introduce these two characters just in case they go through season 11 and and David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson don't want to do it because Gillian Anderson really wasn't on board for a bit, yeah, and David Duchovny was kind of eh too, honestly. If that was their plan, get some fucking new material. <laughs> No one's no, no. gonna watch a new series they're, with. They're just gonna reboot, reboot <laughs> Allison. They're gonna do the exact same story, but with Einstein and Coyote Miller. So can't wait to watch Jersey Devil Part Duh. Let the record 11. show that I am upsettedly <laughs> shaking my head. I cannot deal with it. Um. At this point, we're kind of befuddled, and Einstein, which is, I don't know, why would you choose Einstein? I have problems with Einstein all over the place. Why would you choose that? Could you choose, like, I don't know, Faraday? That's a more... Faraday, I like. That's a more... See, look, I'm a writer. You're, you're a writer. You I wrote a play. I wrote, I wrote, I write things. Uh, that would have been a cooler name. I don't know. Einstein just kind of sticks out like a, like, again fanfiction.net chris carter's page yeah oc what did i say her first name was oh tibia 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 faraday no einstein i know but i like faraday better (laughs) uh she says do you think anyone actually takes the x-files seriously and we say no 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 of course not and also she says i feel sorry for agent scully and we say Yes. 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 We, we all do. feel. We, so, we all it feel bad for Agent Scully. We all feel. Um, I wrote for some reason Einstein doesn't know shit. Why? Yeah. What? Go on. What is? I don't your... remember. Oh. I don't know. This whole scene with the four of them, the there was kind of kooky like music, like ha ha. Yeah, because that's a... like th- again, there are two very separate streams in this episode. Yeah. That don't they're just genuinely incongruous 
Like, there's the kooky, oh, there's little baby X-Files, like, little Mulder and little Skelly. Oh, it's so funny. Things are happening. But, Drug oh, trip. serious. Yeah. Just, and then, on oh, the other hand, you started. have the, like, genuinely behind-the-times xenophobia plot. Yep. And the two just don't. It's a it's, juxtaposition uh, that makes me feel angry and awkward. And I feel like... Someone, it's tone deaf. It's totally it tone is. deaf. Someone on our Tumblr, I forget who, wrote about um, this first season and said it as, you know, they're trying to pitch a, a, an actual third or 11th season. So they're just throwing shit, like picking different tones for a wide range or wide spectrum of of um, episodes it, only in six episodes to see what hits. Yeah, but that's not the way that you do it. No, it is not the way that you do it. If you want to, if you're angling for another season of television, make something good. Make something that people are going to talk about around the water cooler in a positive but way. But maybe they're hoping like, oh, people will love Wear Monster, so I guess they'll aim more Wear Monster with season 11. Or there, it's almost like this is like a pilot. A, 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 a six-episode pilot. Six-episode pilot that kind of doesn't match up and the writing's not so good and it's kind of weird and it's like, okay, what hits and what doesn't? They're like, and I understand, but I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, we hate it. So here's the thing that I noticed about my own feelings during this episode is yeah. that when we're seeing Scully with Miller, yeah. I'm like, yeah, Scully, get it, girl. Trade him in for a younger model. Well, Tad's gone, so she got to oh, go Tad somewhere. Tad is gonzo. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like super into that. And then as soon as we're like with Mulder and Einstein, I'm just like, I could give a fuck. Like, this is disgusting. Yeah, so I don't even know... Okay, Ein- I hate her name. Einstein is just so... It's so well, like- here's the problem that I have with Einstein. Yeah. Is basically her character is only there to... And this is completely different from Skelly in the original season. Um, Einstein's character is only there to be a stick in the mud. Yeah. To get jealous. Yeah. And to be a sexual object for Mulder. Like... You're right. That that's all her character does, and it's so frustrating because it's so far from who Skelly is. Because Skelly in season one, I mean, she's a fucking badass mofo. Yeah, like she tackles people. She takes charge. Like in terms of feminist writer and feminist characters, she's a wonderful example. And that's why I really we really enjoy her in season one. I mean, I'd say that's one of the reasons we continued to watch. And that's the reason why we started watching. Yeah. Um. But you're right. You know, I never thought of that. That that this. You're right. It, it's a Scully-like character, but it's so unscully. Yeah. It's almost like a, a it's a female character that is just kind of tossed around. And There's no given, depth. And is given, okay, she's, you're right, is going to be a stick in the mud. Mm-hmm. She's going to be argumentative and like sassy, but then she's going to be Mulder's object. And of- then that was the thing that really bothered me is that she <sighs> sees... Miller with Scully and she gets jealous and calls Mulder. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the, um, <laughs> while she calls Mulder, 
I could only concentrate. I wrote, uh, you could see Mulder's nipple. You super can. Through his shirt this entire, like, it, actually the entire episode. I just kept looking at it. Mm-hmm. Righty uh, is really perky. Yeah. I guess David Duchovny just gets really excited. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not listening to anything. No, that just staring at that one pointy nip. Yeah, righty, not lefty. Lefties, they they don't work in tandem. Lefties chill. Do nipples... Do nipples usually work in tandem? No. No? No. Like, if one is really cold, if I put one in the freezer... Yeah. Uh, This sounds, like, difficult to arrange, but I'm with you. (laughs) If I just... If you put one breast... If I hoist my (laughs) titty into the freezer, but then put a... he, you put a heating pad on one. Underneath, yeah. And a cooling, like, an ice pack on the other. Yeah. They're not gonna... But you can't touch the nipple, because then that's frictiony, and then... I feel like we need to devise an experiment. No, I feel like I know the answer, <laughs> and that's that they do not work in tandem. <laughs> like, you don't lactate out of both nipples at the same time. You Well, I don't know. I've never lactated before. Have you? No. Well, then how do you know that? Just a f- understanding of how bodies work. <laughs> oh, your body school. <laughs> yeah, when, from when I went to body school. So, <laughs> lac- lactation 101. Yeah, that's what we learned when we were looking at skeletons. <laughs> what does... I heard that breast milk tastes sweet. Yeah, they make breast milk ice cream. Do they? Yeah. Who's they? Well, like fancy hipster ice cream places. If you lactated for whatever reason would you taste it yeah <laughs> i guess we taste a if lot it's of things. my own yeah i guess we taste a lot of things that are in our body and outside oh of our i body. taste never mind <laughs> <laughs> and you guys thought we were gonna be all serious and angry <laughs> nope we're just going to take the road where we don't talk about this episode at all. Yay! <laughs> oh, God. Can we talk about the train? Yeah, let's talk about the trains. So, um, we go to a basement suite, very dark basement, with um, a Muslim man. Mm-hmm. And um, he's soldering some... He's very into trains, I said. I told he Allison. He really is a model train enthusiast. And he's soldering together the battery packs that goes in his model trains. Yeah. Um, he likes model trains and he spends most of his free time working on them, but he feels like he feels like he wishes that was his full-time gig, but you know, he's got to work, he's got to pay the bills. He's got to pay the bills. Yeah. So, it's a labor his, of love. His mom is really not behind him. But it's just there's you know there's an element of guilt. Yeah. So it's yeah. he's a complicated. The line is Alhamdulillah, the trains will run wonderfully is what he says what in a, Arabic. Yeah. Um, which is if Chris Carter had any heart and any knowledge of the immense amount of Islamophobia that is still going on in the world today, that would be what this man is doing. Yes. Making trains, and that is what he's going to be doing in our universe. Making beautiful... He's going to make trains, trains, and then he's going to go meet those other guys who are boyfriends. They're all going to hang <laughs> they're out. All, they're all... It's, like, it's a Muslim bear party. Well, they don't all have to be involved. But I guess They're not. friends. <laughs> okay, they're all friends. He's friends it's with a them. support group. Yeah. A support group. Slash book club. Oh, and an Oprah book club. Yeah, that's what we established. Someone's bringing the potato salad. Someone brings the... 
the trains. <laughs> Someone's got to bring the trains. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. Oh yeah. Okay. So then we go back to uh, Einstein. Einstein. Faraday. Faraday has not gone to Texas with Miller. Miller's gone to Texas with Scully, and Einstein Faraday has gone <laughs> back to the FBI basement to meet with. Mulder. I like that name Faraday anyway. I like Maybe it a lot. It has a first name, too. Yeah, it's cool. If I get another gecko, I'll name him Faraday. Aw. Well, that's not true because I name my pets after food. Yeah, that's so legit. It'd probably just be like beans. Yeah. But you can call it Faraday if you want. I will. Okay. Um, um, this is where Mulder says, don't be <laughs> such a mugwump. Oh, wait. New skull. Oh, you want to do Before that, he says, for he, I don't know, he says some shit and then he says... Um, what does he say exactly? What is the nature of reality as you perceive it, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, can we discuss the nature? Can we discuss the nature of, of reality words? as you perceive it? And I'm just like, no, we can't because you're launching into a 20 minute rant that I don't have time for and I don't care this about. Existential shit. I'm, I wrote, smash him, new Scully. <laughs> just, just fucking walk out. Yeah, just walk out. Yeah. Uh, he also says, don't be such a mugwump. Okay, yeah. And this pisses me off. Okay. Do you know what a mugwump is? I do not. In This is a history lesson for y'all. Uh, and I know this from my AP US history class in grade like 11 because it's such a stupid word, but mm-hmm. I still remember it. It's like carpetbagger. I always remember what carpetbagger is. In 1884, mm-hmm. Grover Cleveland ran against James Blaine. James Blaine is a Republican. Grover Cleveland is a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Grover Cleveland is kind of a lame duck guy. He's kind of lame and, yeah. you know. But James Blaine is an insanely corrupt Republican. And it came out that he was so corrupt. Um, and and he had his fingers in a lot of kind of government agencies that were, that he were failing. Um, that a bunch of Republicans crossed the floor and became Democrat and actually voted for Grover Cleveland. That's how oh. Grover Cleveland became president. And that is what a mugwump is. Someone who crosses the floor. No. A Republican in 1884 who joins Grover Cleveland's campaign. Oh. That specifically is what a mugwump was. So I don't know what the fuck Chris Carter is writing <laughs> Oh my god. I thought it was going to be something offensive. But no, that's no, no, no. Very no. specific. It's like carpetbagger. Carpetbagger was like yeah. the, kind of the reverse. Or right? Pinkerton. Or, well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a specific. Yeah. To a time and an era. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, I have a joke about lemons here I don't understand anymore. <laughs> well, why don't you read it out and then we'll... It says, you ever suck a lemon? Just oh, purse yeah. your lips together and suck. <laughs> no, that's when he's like trying to talk about the weight of words. So, you know, if you think about a lemon that you're, you kind of get sour feeling in your mouth. Oh, no. Think about, like, sucking on a... Sucking on a lemon. Nothing's happening. No, you don't get a weird feeling in the mouth. How about, like, a Jolly Rancher? Think about sucking on a Jolly Rancher. Nothing is happening to me. Really? Yeah. Think about sucking on a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Now something's happening. (laughs) I don't like it. No, you you don't get the thing... Uh, uh, Colin, my husband, when he thinks about something sour, his nose sweats. <laughs> okay, that's weird. <laughs> I know. 
Uh, I, I I have I'm open to anything. I wrote nothing is happening and then put four exclamation marks. <laughs> I think this scene really bothered me because it was like the same conversation we saw Mulder have with Skelly over and over and over in season yeah. one. So again, yeah. it was my same issue of like these are exactly well, not obviously not exactly in the case of Einstein, but these characters are set up to make us have conversations we've already had. Yeah. So, but it's kooky because they're younger. Yeah. So we're not pushing anything forward. We're just they should have just caught in a loop. They should have just gotten season one Scully Mulder and like technology wise superimposed them like with computer technology into the episode. Yeah, that would have been at least that would have been pretty cool. Um. Uh. Oh, this is it goes back to Coyote Miller. And Scully, and he says, I'm open to anything. We're like, all right. <laughs> oh, well, right, all right, all right, all right. And I also said, Chris Carter, you have reached the I believe limit or I want to believe it. You can't use it anymore. Yeah, he used it enough times in this episode to last us a lifetime. And just in general. So next episode, the last one, thank the sweet, sweet Lord. They're not allowed to use. Actually, we should have a drinking game. Yeah. We should, we should just drink. Yeah, we definitely should just For the drink next episode. <laughs> Take a shot every time they say the word believe. Oh. We'd be dead. We'd be pumping our stomachs. Take a shot every time William's mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I have uh, two Homeland Security guys speaking Arabic. Yeah, so these guys, these Homeland Security guys show up where Mulder and or, uh, Miller and Skelly <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are um, they're in the hospital room with Shiraz, the guy that uh, survived the bombing, and he's in a permanent vegetative state, I believe. Was and said. as we're both hoping, we're hoping at this point it's revealed that actually through some sort of communication that he is actually not the terrorist. Yeah, but that's not the f- that's not what happens. Yeah. No. Anyway. Also, I will note that everyone just refers to him as the terrorist yeah. throughout the or episode. boy. Or boy. And no one, like, we don't actually find out his name until Yeah, until the mom the comes until in. Until the mom, yeah. his mom arrives. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. bullshit. Um, yeah, so there's two Homeland Security agents. Uh, they're saying, hey, this is our jurisdiction now. FBI, you got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Miller, like, tries to... I don't know what he does. He's like, I don't know. It's like, it was like these guys were kind of suspicious. Yeah, they were saying like, oh, why should he get to go? They said a lot of really xenophobic shit, which I think made you collapse. Oh, yeah. This No, actually, it's not even these guys. It's the other Homeland Security agents who did this. Oh. But these guys are the ones who speak Arabic. And it's kind of like, and then Miller takes pictures of them as if they're spies. Well, I think what the episode was trying to say, and it may be soups, Craig. Go on. um, Is I think the episode was trying to say that the Homeland Security guys were only there to get retribution on this terrorist. But I thought it. And so he was taking pictures of them. So that they would know that they were there. But why have them speak Arabic? Yeah, I don't know. And it didn't make any damn sense to me. And I... I thought it was like other terrorists. Yeah, like they weren't really... Coming in and saving him? But that doesn't make any sense either. Finishing the job. Because they don't need any loose ends. Yeah. Because... But that wasn't Kiefer Sutherland's going to come in and solve the case and smash a few heads. Because it's 2003 and this is 24 hours. Beep. Beep. You think that the... Do you think the show was called 24 Hours? What? It was called 24. Oh. Well, but... 
isn't it 24 hours? Well, yeah, that's the conceit of the show is that the hour, like each <laughs> each hour of the show is in real time and there are 24 episodes. But no one poops. So, a, yeah, a season sleeps. takes place in 24 hours. I find that hard. But nobody believe. poops. Or, or I guess you don't have to poop. A, like, maybe that's the day you don't poop. Well, Kiefer Sutherland, I think, actually wrote a children's book about it. What's the what's what's it about? Well, it's called Nobody Poops <laughs> during this twenty four hours. Nobody poops during this twenty four. It's okay hours. to poop every other day. Not today, <laughs> colon. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Laugh through the tears. Uh, poop. <laughs> poop makes me feel better, but you know what doesn't make me feel good? What? Uh. Mulder implying that shrooms will solve everything. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's... Okay. Let's go... I think we, we went to the first group of Homeland Security that was spoke yeah. Arabic. And then this is the second group when he says we have to evacuate because there's been a terrorist threat. Is that with... That's when I start freaking out. Is that with Miller and Skelly or is yeah. that with Mulder? Okay. That's Miller and Skelly. And okay. Here's my here's my rant. Yeah. Let me have it. Just because you have Scully saying not all Muslims are terrorists does not make your script any less xenophobic. Just because you have a gay character in your in your episode and you have Scully said, "Oh, you know, but their lifestyle choices. It's weird that in 2000... Doesn't make the fact that you killed off the gay character any better. Or you treat the other one with a, a, as a sex object. Just because you have a molder explaining what a quote-unquote... What makes a trans person doesn't make your transphobia any better, X-Files. What you're seeing in this episode is outdated and it is hurtful, especially even in 2016. We're still having debates over refugees. Mm -hmm. And in fact, in my very classroom, I have grade 12s asking about, well, Mish, but teacher, if we let these refugees in, isn't that going to let terrorists in? That's happening now. When, they, when you see this shit on TV... That's uh, uh, I I hear you. I just I'm upset. I'm I'm I am. Because it's not like I, I think this is the same thing that or a similar thing that we were saying with the transphobic episode. Yeah. Where it's like if you're gonna discuss these things, you can't make the person or people who are like the less you know, can't make the group that are the usually the victim. Yeah, you yeah. can't take a group that is usually perceived as the victim and make them the butt of the joke or the crux of the story. Like, you have to, again, you have to flip the script. You have to say something. Because it's 2016. Yeah, it's 2016. 9-11 I, I, is very sad. But it happened in 2001. Mm -hmm. I have students who weren't even born yet. Like, or, like, have no idea, right? But they, you still have this you know, a specifically Islamophobic feeling in North America. And that one, the only line they have is, not all Muslims are terrorists, Scully says once. Yeah. That's it. 
that doesn't mean anything no. in the scope of this episode. People will watch this episode and they will continue to think of all Muslims as terrorists because the only Muslim characters in this episode, are besides terrorists. Shiraz's mother, are terrorists. And, I mean, we'll talk about the thing that absolutely killed me, but when you have this massive ar- ar- arresting of, of this, this group and it's on TV... What do you see on the TV right next to it? The bombings at 9-11. Which, Just driving it home. Absolutely unnecessary. Holy moly. And it's almost like Chris Carter wrote this episode. The X-Files shut down before September 11th. Yes. Yeah. So it's almost like he had this in the bank and he was sitting on it. Because this is very... This is... This sort of episode... We saw all over t- television. We watched right it again and again and again. This narrative, or early two thousands, early two thousands. That's I mean, fucking twenty four. That's what it was based on. Yeah, right. And I don't know Homeland or whatever CSI or God. Who who knows everything? Everything that was focused. But I feel like we're pa- we have to be past that. We have to be past that now because so many people are fearful now for their lives because of their religion. Yeah. And I'm specifically passionate about this because I taught at a Muslim school for three years. And when I have six-year-olds saying, you know, Sister Courtney, why do people hate a religion? It just kills me. It kills me. It kills me. Yeah. It kills me. Because, I mean, if you look at the... I'm not going to get into theology, but, like, this religion is, like... It's the same. It's like <laughs> love each other. Everyone's equal. I mean, it has less, probably less violence in the Bible, but more genies. That's fair. It does. Uh, <laughs> but it just, it kills me. Yeah. That's my rant. Well said. I'm sorry. It's, it's so frustrating. I'm sorry. I know we're supposed to be funny and lighthearted, but I don't, I just, ugh. Yeah. It's just, okay. It, it's frustrating to have expected better and to not receive it. Yeah. And it even gets worse, guys. I mean, they have the the woman, the nurse who tries to kill uh, Shraz, and she is a Trump-loving tea party. They took our gerbs. Yeah. And the fact you have that, and then you have kooky music right on top of dirty, dirty, dirty xenophobia. Yeah. Like I think that's like part of what just is so un like tasteless about this episode is that you're going from something that's so damaging. To oh, this is so much fun. Mulder's on drugs. Yeah, let's He's in get a to club. that. Let's, like, let's get, let's get to the Mulder drug thing. Okay. So Mulder takes a placebo. Yeah, it's not mushrooms. It is niacin. We literally, we literally go to a xenophobic rambling of a tea party nurse member to this. Yeah. Kooky, kooky, achy, breaky heart, honky tonk, badonkadonk. Dance sequence, yes. Dance Skinner, sequence. the lone gunman. Butts. Just butts. a ton of butts. There's a literal, like, it looks like a Bollywood dance sequence or like a music video. Like yeah. Like a 1990s music video for mm. like, I just. Mulder's just having a great fucking time because you know he's what? a white man in America. And you know what? This is for the fans. Yeah, it's, it is. It's for, this is going to be widely gif. I'm going to go on Tumblr. And Actually, see 20 gifs of it immediately. I, 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 I've I already seen it all yeah. over Tumblr. Um, and that's how I knew Skinner was in it because the the gifs and the lone gunman. I would have never known except for those gifs. Um, 
Does that mean I was right on my prediction, by the way? What was your prediction? My prediction was Mulder gets captured and goes someplace and everyone who was dead was there, which it's it wasn't captured, but he did go someplace. You know what? I'm going to give you this one. So I get a point. He went on a trip. So I win the X-Files revival? Yes. Wow. What do I win, Allison? Uh, Episode six. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I get it. What? It's my struggle. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> <laughs> one for me and one for you. Oh, poor moi. <laughs> what's what's the plural form of in German for our hour? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. Well, we'll have to find that out for next episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, Chris Carter, what's your feelings on the rapid xenophobia and Islamophobia present in the 2016 presidential race? Quote, honky tonk, badonkadonk, unquote. (laughs) Oh, after the cowboy stuff, like, it just keeps going. And the part, one part that just killed me is that it immediately, like, after that sexualizes Einstein. Yeah. Which just goes back into what I was saying about her character. It just makes you feel like, oh, that's... That's all she was there for. Yep. Like, to be a counterpart. Christ almighty. To be a counterpart. Um, and we go from that scene to literally the, 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 the Muslim train meeting. Yeah. 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 The, the train club. The train club where they're talking about their trains. Like, did everyone bring, bring your train? Great. Okay. Okay. Uh, Larry, you got to bring that amazing potato salad that you made. Yeah. Jeff, good work on that caboose. Yeah. It's looking super red. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, we'll all be able to make it. Yeah. 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 Uh, and they, and it's just, okay. I've also got to tell a story to make me feel better. Okay. Um, at the end of it, they kind of do the Allah Akbar thing. And for a lot of it, especially growing up in media, that's a scary thing. A lot of people, I think, are Allah afraid. Akbar. It's afraid just God of that is phrase. great. It's a God is great, right? It's like okay, in in Islamic culture, they have phrases: Alhamdulillah, Bismillah, uh, you know, uh, Allah Akbar. It's just just phrases that they say. It's like saying God bless you. Yeah, like we say religious things all the time within our own culture, right? You know, when I say Jesus fucking Christ, right? Yeah. Um. God so, damn it. So the cutest thing happened when I used to work um, at a Muslim school for three years, uh, grade six, grade five and six. And um, these kids love their soccer. They love their soccer. But the problem was they love kicking it really, really, really far. And they always kicked it on the roof. <laughs> always, always, always. So all my boys are out there and they're, they're on their knees and they're like, oh, sister Courtney, the ball's on the roof. And they're, then they start praying like, um, like, oh, come, you know, we got to get the, we got to get the janitor to go get it. And, and so the janitor climbs on the roof and kicks the ball off. And then I hear them all go, Akbar, Akbar. <laughs> and it's just the cutest, it's the, it's just pure happiness. And it's such a different feeling than the media, you know, the yeah. dangerous, like terrorist bombing Akbar. This is what, I mean, it's just, they're just kids, right? Mm-hmm. And it just, to me, that, seeing that, I kind of really understood, like, it's not scary. Like, it's not, I don't know why we make it scary, that phrase. Yeah. Just like, yay! That is the God cutest is story. They're just adorable. Little, little, I remember, little Malik and little Muhammad, little Valma. Just, they're just like, 
crying. They got their little tennis. They got their little ball back. And then I think like two days later, they kicked it up again. <laughs> Kids, am I right? At the end of the year, we like kicked down all the balls. There's like 20 of them. Oh my God. Anyway, so. From the train meeting. From the train meeting. Um, Mulder wakes up in the hospital? Yeah. He fi- Skinner's, Skinner's there. there. They have like a funny exchange. And they find out it was a placebo. Yeah, she didn't oh. give him any Mulder drugs. says, dude. Yeah, he says, dude. It's fucking, fucking like, I was high. I know now. I get stiff. It's like when a 16-year-old tries pot for the first time. Oh my God, it totally is. <laughs> oh man. It's man, so- I was so stoned. <laughs> I ate like. An entire box of fruits and waffles. Mm-hmm. That has happened to me, though. <laughs> I have eaten an entire bag of, like, well, not Cheetos, because I'm high class, but, like, yeah. you know, those pirate, pirate puffs. Pirate, pirate puffs. puffs. The knockoff brand? Are they knockoffs? They're so pirate good. Puffs? Is it, like, the by the Dutch, Dutch chips? No, 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 no. Pirate puffs. They're, know. like, fancy. They're high class. Oh, I know the ones. Yeah, yeah. they are really. They're, like, organic I ate shit. an entire bag of those, and I was like, I've made a mistake. Me and my roommate, the, my roommates used to get really, really high, and we walked <laughs> we walked to Dairy Queen, and they got a giant Smarty Blizzard oh, every single time. Oh, my God. If you've had a giant, like, the big, large, I can't even. Um, oh. You get a Smarty one. Is the sweetest, most noxious shit. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they just demolish it. And boxes of cereal actually are, oh, yeah. are my vice. Does anything you could just stick your hand in, pull a handful of something out, and put it in your face? Watch some Murdoch mysteries. Oh yeah. Can we do a Murdoch mysteries podcast? <laughs> yeah. Oh good. <laughs> are we gonna call it Murdoch menstruies? <laughs> Um, Mike Cohen, if you're, if you're listening, and I know you are because you love us. He's our producer, by the way. Uh, Mike Cohen, can you, can you green light Murdoch mystery? <laughs> I can't even say it. Just, just message us and say yes. <laughs> just, just, just give that little thumbs up icon. <laughs> we'll know what you're talking okay. about. Um, Mulder says Fifty Shades of Bad. And yeah. Cause he's referencing how he sexualized Einstein. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. And uh, so, yeah, he wasn't on drugs. So I don't, this is, I guess, supposed to be a reference to the power of suggestion he was talking about. I just hate it. I think it's dumb. I I don't think it works. I think it's failed. Okay, we have the Muslim mother come in. Yeah. And again, after the whole achy breaky heart thing, you have a mother whose whose son is injured and and she's wondering how he got mixed up and all this crazy stuff and blah, 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 blah. Mm hmm. Now, this could have been an amazing scene this could have been like a heartbreaking mother to son like but you know why why is this religion why did you twist our religion this is not what i taught you and this could have been a very pro yeah islam is actually okay like it's just like any other fucking religion um uh but it wasn't but the guy died it was very very quick yeah, it was very quick. Well, she, the mother had like a classic Chris Carter monologue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where she just kept talking. Um, and like about not really... Not, Anything. I mean, well, the of. X-Files is kind of like Seinfeld, I'm realizing. <laughs> it's a show about nothing. Yeah, but I laugh at Seinfeld. Yeah, because Seinfeld enjoy. is funny. <laughs> Honky Tonk, Badonk Donk was not funny. It was not funny. You actually wrote... <laughs> Yeah, I actually wrote your quote 
this is a nightmare. This is a waking, godforsaken nightmare. I wrote, I wrote, I wish I was William, by which I mean prop's dead. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, when, did you know, um, when the um, Shiraz was dying, his last words to Mulder was, my brother was named William as well. <laughs> and then he dies. Yeah, and then he dies. And He's then like, they talk about my William. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Oh yeah, and he just I now we you had a problem with this. What? Um everything? Yes. But also specifically when Shiraz dies, yeah. everyone can see that he's dying. Yeah. No one does anything. Oh, oh yeah. So I have to assume he had, like, a DNR or something. I don't think he had that right. Scully is a medical doctor. Yes, she is. Einstein Faraday is also a medical doctor. Yes, she is. There are other medical doctors in the hospital in which they are at. Many. When you hear the beep, 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 isn't that signifying that you should, you know, bring out the... Get the crash cart! Crash cart. Get the fucking crash and cart. And clear. Clear the... You clear it. And clear. And, and do that? Because yeah. I've seen TV. I know how it works. Yes. But no. No one it's does a like, goddamn thing. It's always like, he's, he's gone. He's died. <laughs> Nothing I could have done. Well, there goes that. Mother of God. Put a... Put a Sorry, mom, Muslim mom. And we cut to some sad music that Miller is listening to. Oh, yeah. Uh, Intercut with the train club getting raided. So sad. (laughs) They didn't do anything. No, they were just enjoyed. They read the books that Oprah recommended. They watched their trains go around the track. They built little Lego people. To be fair, they were reading Eat, Pray, Love. Oh, fuck. Take them. Take them away. (laughs) Take them away, toys. (laughs) Um, and this is where you get the, the, the bust on TV. Yeah. And then the picture of the Twin Towers on Just fire. unnecessary. Really? Like, just, we've, co- we've covered this. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's in media, in TV, in movies, we, we know. Yeah. We know. We know Chris Carter. So, he just didn't get to say anything. Yeah. He, mean, he didn't get to say anything, and now he's this is his chance to say, to say I, something fucking useless. In, in, in 2026, uh, there's actually going to be a Making a Murderer reference. In, oh, really? In season 23 of The X-Files. Oh, man, I'm excited. <laughs> Except I'm not. Um... Oh, so we see Miller, and it's kind of like Miller and Einstein Faraday's send-off. They're talking to one another. Do you think um, they're going to be back, or is that it? I think. Very much like that dog, <laughs> but unlike William. <laughs> <laughs> These characters were fucking wafer thin. Yeah. They were nothing. They were, they were nothing in a handsome shell. They were very. Handsome. They were empty souls floating on the breeze of Chris Carter's words. Can we mention his jizz floating on Chris Carter's? Floating jizz? in a stream of his jizz because <laughs> it's forty-six minutes into the episode. And we and haven't we have, mentioned his jizz. We yet. haven't mentioned Chris Carter jacking it yet. Like so. I don't even know what they talked about. I don't. But she had her hair down. She had her hair down, and she got real close. She to was him. looking real pretty. So he was mwah. looking real handsome. Mwah, mwah. 
And then they... And then just... And then, then they honk-a-tonk badonk donked it. Well, actually, and then the Lumineers began to play... Hey! Ha! Huh. That's that song. Their seminal classic, Ho Hey! <laughs> hey! Ho! Oh. Hey! Da-na-na-na-na-na-na! Are they Canadian? I don't know. Because I feel like they played on our radio a lot, and yeah. it probably only because of CanCon. Could be. Because that's where all bad music comes from. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you I'm, be nice about the bare naked ladies. They're gone. They're passe. No, Though I love I will, them. I will blame CanCon fully for the amount of Justin Bieber on our radio. Oh, boy. But Monster Truck and the Sheepdogs, A+. Plus. Nice, yeah, nice, nice. Okay, now we have the moment. <sighs> okay, fine. We, we go have- to Mulder's stupid house where stupid Mulder's sitting on the goddamn porch and Scully drives up in her stupid SUV or whatever. I don't give a shit. And she gets out. She walks off those goddamn stairs. And she stands on the porch and they look at each other and they say some shit about religion. Wait, wait. No, no, they say, I've seen unconditional love and i've seen unconditional hate and in unconditional hate it means skelly listens to our podcast (laughs) that's what that means right skulls oh boy uh i don't know they start talking about religion Mulder's like you want to take a walk and he takes her hand they walk down the goddamn stairs (laughs) out into the fucking yard and i i realize as they're walking together through the yard this is where i realized Scully and Mulder are Chris Carter's Adam and Eve. But they are his Adam and Eve. What, and what he did, how he created them, was he actually removed one of his own ribs <laughs> so that he could suck his own dick. <laughs> but what about Adam and Steve? I want <laughs> I want Mulder we, and Skinner, man. We saw Adam and Steve. Their names were Sanjay and Gupta. <laughs> And that was the end of that. And that was all we saw. Bring them. back Gupta. Bring back Gupta, guys. Bring back that dog. But I actually said uh, during this moment, I'm like, I bet you ten bucks. Yeah. William is coming. They didn't say his name. No. But you you said I bet you ten bucks. They mentioned William, and they did not mention him by name, but they did talk about him. It's like mother's mother's sacrifice. And. Uh, I'm fucking pissed off because I don't have $10, you guys. <laughs> I'll take some pirate puffs. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's where I stopped writing. Yeah. That's where because I they just talked caring. about religion and it looked like they were going to kiss, but they just held hands and then that weird sound happened. What? Huh. Hey. No, 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 no. Hey. <laughs> um, so that sound is just the Lumineers? Yeah, That's all it is? It's just the Lumineers? Yeah, oh, yeah, that. and then we fucking pull out to space. Because, you know... Because <laughs> why the fuck not? There's one thing that Chris Carter knows how to do. It's fucking pull out. <laughs> so he can just spray it everywhere. <laughs> but remember, Allison, space is hard. Space is hard! <laughs> and so am I. <laughs> oh guys this episode was shit i saw unconditional hate allison and it was in your eyes i saw unconditional garbage and it was on the screen <laughs> okay friends if you like this episode tell us why just tell us just be honest be honest i mean i'm not gonna say we're not gonna argue with you 
But we'll be nice of them. Yeah, we'll be polite. We'll be polite. We won't like that model train club was polite. (laughs) They just wanted to watch that Julia Roberts movie after reading the book that it was based on. They had to see how how it measured up. Because they eat and pray and also love. Yes. 2.30 on the dot. Gotta pray. And also afterwards they eat. And then they love. Love each other because Islam is a beautiful religion about love. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> let the record show that i am winking <laughs> it's implied okay um yeah you can um email us at double x files podcast at gmail.com you can get us at facebook at double x files you can get us on twitter at double x files you can reach us on tumblr at fuck yeah double x files please talk to us just, about this episode come on just please. talk to us We'll be nice. We'll be, we will be nice. We will be nice. We have, we, we, we put on characters on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So. We, That's we're, what we we're, do. We're good people. We're nice people. Um, uh, gonna, I was going to say something. Oh, um, the Patreon. I want to plug that. Oh, yeah. Our Patreon. Uh, Thunderquack. Uh, no, patreon.com slash thunderquack. You can donate. And I got to give you a little hint. Yeah. You donate $7 a month and join the Double X Files Snail Mail Club. This month, we're releasing a very special revival mixtape. You got to get that mixed up mixtape. We're going to send a CD to anyone subscribing, and it's going to be songs that are based on the revival. Each episode, a song for each episode. So a lot of it is going to be us screaming. Yeah. Our thrash metal band. (laughs) Yeah. Our thrash metal band, Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So Get into do, it. So do that. Get into do it. That. Um, Give us money so we can keep yelling. Yeah. That's, I mean, why Why would we continue, really? I'm really looking forward to season two. Me too. Okay. Uh, what do we do next? Personal X-Files. Personal X-Files. This is a thing. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. Okay. That was my phone. <laughs> it makes noises. Um, so, at the beginning of the... Uh, at the beginning of the episode... And the end. And the end. And it's not tied to anything else. Mulder talks about these mystery sounds. Well, that's actually a real thing, Allison. Um, really? Yes. Oh, and, boy. and actually, it's happened in Terrace, BC. And I'm going to play some of the sound for you and the listeners. Gondor calls for aid! <laughs> it sounds like sky whales. Yeah, it does sound like sky whales. That's just a classic case of sky whales. Oh. <laughs> He's got a hiccup. So these sounds have been heard throughout the world. Um, and but the this happened in 2015. And I remember it happened. I remember, it really yeah, cool. it was a big deal. Terrace BC. This is an article from the Georgia Strait, one of our faves, local papers, free papers. Um, everybody loves a good mystery. Some people love mystery so much they refuse to accept it when a mystery is solved. <laughs> Mulder. Miller. Einstein, Faraday. Faraday. 
Since 2013, people have been reporting a strange sound in Terrace, B.C., and said sound and said sound has been the subject of much speculation thanks to the YouTube videos like one below, the one that I played. In September 2013, the city of Terrace posted a note on its Facebook page, which is weird to think that cities have Facebook pages, but true, whatever, um, claiming responsibility for the noise. A city employee was preparing a grader for some work on the Lanfear Hill and produced that mysterious noise with the grater blade, the note read. And there's a picture of the grater up there. It's the thing where, um, you know when they're prepping, like, repaving roads? Yeah. And they make it all chunky, like they scrape it? Yeah. That's what it is. Interesting. So some citizens didn't buy that explanation. Mulder. Uh, And now folks are hearing the sound again. One curious resident heard an odd noise and decided to follow its source. Yesterday... uh, Fernal Good posted a mobile phone video to Facebook. What did he find when he followed his ears? A road grader. Dragging his blade on the parking lot. What do you think? Is it the same sound? Are you satisfied with the official explanation? Let us know in the comments below. And I hope one of the comments are just like, aliens, it's aliens. Obviously. Anyway, that's a thing that happens. And we'll post that on our Facebook page after this comes out. Yep. Yeah, we will. What we do next? We're gonna do a prediction. Oh, yeah. Allison version. Allison version. Here's that special theme song. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Allison, what's it going to be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Yeah. Okay, Allison, you know... You know what this episode is called, but I'm going to I'm going to tell you again. Okay. And I need I mean this is the last one, right? So it's got to be something. I need I need this prediction to be to be spot on cuz I'm I have one point in this revival. So you need to get one point too. Do I not have any points? You talked about Hitler a lot. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Did you? Okay, well, Skelly I was right about Founders mutation. Oh, I guess we're one. So for we're one. one for one. Okay, yeah. So if you gotta take it home, you win the prize. Okay. I'll buy you this on Blu-ray cassette when it I comes out. I don't want it. Well, it's too bad if you win. <laughs> Shouldn't that be if I lose? Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Revival season ten episode six, the ultimate episode. <laughs> Callback <laughs> is my struggle two. In terms, it has Roman numerals, so maybe that's a hint. I think... And it's written by Chris Carter, so that's important. Yeah, so there are 20 monologues in it. Each mm-hmm. one is <laughs> approximately two minutes long. Okay. Um, Any soliloquies? Uh, yeah, Hamlet shows up. At oh, one thank God. Oh, man, I would watch a show about Hamlet so hard right now. <laughs> um, like ugh. Hamlet... Like Hamlet brought in real life, Hamlet. I I've always wanted to watch a show with all the Shakespeare characters, only contemporary in a high school, kind of like Clone High. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Let's I'm into write it. that. Let's write that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Go on. Um, patent pending. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's what I think happens. I think that below the basement office in the FBI building, mm-hmm. they find a secret inverted pyramid. 
Oh. So it's point down. Okay. It's point down. <gasps> is Nicolas Cage involved? No. Is there a national treasure involved? No. Well, I'm not interested yet, but go on. And they climb down to the very point. <laughs> okay. And then as they get there, they hear a strange clicking noise. Yes. And the point opens. Yeah. And what they find <gasps> beneath the point. Yeah. Is that it's actually a passageway to the pyramids in Egypt. Okay. And so they go through. It's like, you know, when you're a kid and you think you can dig a hole to jump. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Like that, that kind of situation. Okay, okay. So they make their way through the middle of the earth. Yeah. Um, they see a whole lot of crazy shit there, but they don't comment on it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Maybe. And then when they get to the pyramid, one of the pyramids in Egypt, yeah. uh, they find out there's a giant eye inside of it. Like a real eye or like a glass eye or a technological eye? It's like, like a tube. There's a giant tube filled with a fluid. Yeah. Slightly green fluid. Inside the fluid is a giant floating eye. I feel like this is a dream that you've had and you're just taking off of that. No. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so they're like, oh, well, this is strange. Um, And then at that point, a race of giant aliens returns, opens the pyramid and takes their eye back. Okay. Um, And uh, and then also we find out that on an unrelated note. The the B plot. (laughs) The B plot is that um, Mulder was right and uh, every mystery he ever thought that there was was not real and the Illuminati is behind everything. Um, But also the angels in Mount Shasta are real. (laughs) That's the one thing that's real. Okay, can I ask you a couple questions? Yeah. Do we see Tad? No, Tad is gonzo. Completely gone. Super gonzo. Do we see the dog? Well, I will say we don't see Tad, but we do implicitly know that for the entire episode, Scully is thinking about banging him. (laughs) And also Miller? Or no. Threesome. Okay, great. Um, So how is Miller and and Einstein Faraday going to be back? No, Einstein Faraday is not there because her character was not strong enough to withhold (laughs) up to a second episode. She crumbled into dust immediately after her first episode. Okay. Um, Now, what's now what's interesting is that. Sorry, I'm diving back no, into ahead, the go discourse. Ahead, go ahead. Um, what's interesting is that... But we're at the predictions. <laughs> Miller's character was even less interesting than Einstein's. Yeah. But Einstein's was, because she's a female character, the ways in which they tried to make her complex were all the more frustrating. So I would rather have, like, Miller, who is absolutely empty inside... <laughs> Then, but he's cute. A character who is a female character, but whose like characteristics are so tropey, yeah, and garbage that I am just irritated well, every time she's on we're screen. We're lucky. We're lucky that she'll won't show up in my struggle too. Yeah. Um. Also, dogs ride horses. Good. Uh, I gotta ask you. Now yeah. I know you're gonna hate me. How about William? <laughs> she's looking at me. At me. She's like she wants to kill me. William is answer. William. They find William. Yeah. Um. He is living on a farm. Yeah. Um. He is riding a dog that's riding a horse. Okay. <laughs> He's joined a farm circus. Excellent. Well, that's what I would have hoped. Yeah. And then they get all get abducted. And yeah. And they ride off. And there's a slow pull out. Mm-hmm. And ha. Ho. Right? Hey! Hey! Ho! 
<laughs> oh boy. Uh, anyways, the theme of the episode is uh, that not everything is black and white. Okay. Some things are gray, like aliens. Aliens are gray. Um, <laughs> overall, I don't know what's going to happen in this episode, but I can bet you about $90 that it's going to be full garb. Oh, we forgot to rate it. What? <laughs> 10, <laughs> 10, 10. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Rage scale 10. Yeah. Me, I rate on a spooky scale and it is in the negative, which means I'm not scared. I'm angry. Yeah. So I'm negative seven right now. Oh, God. Yeah. Guys, we were so mad at this episode. We forgot to rate it. We forgot our whole bit. Well. Okay. Well, hey, we will come back. We'll come back. We'll bounce back. We'll we'll drink a lot. Oh, we're going to drink so much. Yeah. So get ready for that, guys. Someone can someone come up with a drinking game for us. That'd be great. Yeah, if you could send us a drinking game, we would love it. If you send us a drinking game, we'll send you a CD. <gasps> Done. But the first person, because I don't yeah, want to send fir- like the first person. I think I have like three blank CDs. Yeah, <laughs> and that's about all we got room for right now. <laughs> okay, uh, we love you. Yep. We miss you. Yep. We'll see you next week. We sure will. Remember, the, the truth, truth is out there. there. Na, 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 na. Ho! <laughs> <laughs>